You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good evening. Welcome to Metro Vision Studios. My name is Reese Kia Aina. Thank you so much for tuning in to our midweek service tonight. You know, we've been doing a series called The Kingdom of God. And as you can tell, I love talking about the kingdom. Uh, it, it, we are six months into the year already, and uh, we're going to be talking about this for the next couple weeks, and I hope you'll get a lot out of this. Uh, I love talking about the kingdom of God, though. It's, it's, it's such an, uh, a concept that is difficult to understand and yet is so profound. You know, there's two goals that as we go through this series that I want us to consider. And one is to see our relationship with God through an understanding of the kingdom, to look at our relationship with God through the king uh, through a kingdom lens. It's like discipleship through a kingdom lens. And the second thing is to practice it relationally and communally, you know, in community, in our small groups with one another. This is key to understanding God and his kingdom. As always, let's be Bereans. You know, some of the things I'm going to be teaching, you may you may agree with, you might not agree with, which is all the more important to why we must be Bereans. We must be people who are examine the scriptures, study the scriptures, and you might find that there's some things you're going to learn in this that is profound. That you might find, you might even get upset at some of the things that we learn because it's so challenging to the way we think, and it's so different from how we just normally think. Uh, these are three sources that uh, I've used before. I, I'm rereading again right now. There's so many different ways to look at the kingdom, and it's such a vast topic, and uh, it's awesome. So if you want to get these books for this series, go ahead and look at it. Uh, tonight's lesson is entitled Kingdom Characteristics. And we're going to be talking about four characteristics, and then I'm going to give you one practical that I hope will encourage you in your faith. So with that said, let's start off with a prayer, and let's dive into our Bible study tonight. Let's pray. God, we love you. We thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for his kingdom, uh, as in his prayer that your kingdom will come on earth as it is in heaven. What a special calling. What a special prayer that and, and special lives that we get to live to see your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. So bless our time tonight. Uh, help us to understand the different characteristics. And there are many, but we're just going to talk about four tonight and one practical. We love you. Bless our Bible study. Thank you so much for the church that we can meet together online, uh, as well as meet together personally on Sundays. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, as we talk about the kingdom, I hope some of these things that we're going to learn today will encourage you in your faith. You know, last week we talked about the kingdom way, that the kingdom, the, the Greek word is basilia, which means God's reign or God's rule. And, it, and in the kingdom, it is marked by righteousness, right standing, right relationships. It's about how God orders things in a right way you know, that he's trying to order on earth as how it is in heaven. And it's it's all about living this life under King Jesus and the age to come. A foretaste of heaven, it's used 162 times in the New Testament, and it is the kingdom way. 
And sometimes, it, you know, there's so many challenges in our world. And what do we do? How do we make sense out of it? What is the context to which we can live our lives today? And there is a right way to live. And that's what is so exciting about the kingdom. So what is the kingdom of God? Amen. What is the kingdom all about? In Mark chapter 1, in verse 14 to 15, it says, After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of the of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. You know, one of the, the, the first things about the kingdom is that it requires a kingdom or a repentance mindset. And Jesus taught about repentance, that in order to believe the good news, we must learn to repent first. And it's this idea of a repentance mindset. The word for repent is metanoia, which means to turn. It's this idea of, of turning one's mind, changing one's mindset, uh, kind of like a U-turn, if you will. Like, if we're going in this direction, we're going to exactly go in the opposite direction. And it is essential to understanding the kingdom of God. Repentance is essential for this, you know. It's this idea of a, of a repentance mindset. And one of the first things about the kingdom is that it requires a repentance mindset. It, it's this turning from I am Lord to Jesus is Lord. It's, it's a turning from unbelief to belief, from, from a worldview, from my worldview to a kingdom worldview, to a God worldview. It's a, a feudal mind going to a renewed mind, individualism to community or to learning to live in communal ways. And, and that idea of repentance is essential to understanding the kingdom of God. Turn to your neighbor or to the person who's next to you at home or, or, you know, wherever you're at watching this right now and, and, and ask them, do you like the word repentance? Because that is essential for understanding the kingdom of God. It's this, this idea of just turning one's mind and thinking differently. If you just, if we just go by our, just live our lives and think the way we normally think, we're going to miss the, what the kingdom of God means and, and, and all the things that it stands for because it requires a different type of thinking. It requires a repentance mindset that turns to God and, and gets a whole new worldview because of how God orders. And there are some people who were just recently back who are now prescribing to this repentance mindset. I want to introduce to you on May 23rd, Matthew and Sandra Yamas was baptized. Amen. The, the cousin of David Yamas and, and Sandra's sister, Mayra. All three of them were baptized on May 23rd. Welcome to the kingdom of God, Matthew and Sandra and Mayra. So awesome. On May 29th, Gregory Sanchez in the campus ministry was recently baptized. Welcome to the kingdom, Gregory. So awesome for the Chavez family. And on Memorial Day, on, on the 31st, Karina Navaretti was baptized as well. This is her family right here. The Carrillos were there. Uh, this is their cousin, uh, her cousin Cameron was out as well. Just, just an incredible time of, of some amazing baptisms 
that requires a repentance mindset. All, all of these new folks that, that have just been recently baptized are prescribing to a different way of looking at the world now uh, and a repentance mindset. Amen? And, and that's what it's all about is you will understand the kingdom of God if you understand repentance, a changing of one's mind from self to God, from me being Lord to Jesus being Lord, from uh, my way of thinking to a kingdom way of thinking. Amen? The, so the first thing we learn, first characteristics about the kingdom is that, is that it requires a repentance mindset. The second thing is that Jesus described the kingdom in stories and parables. Now, how many of you love a great story, right? I love stories. I love to tell stories. And Jesus told different stories, different parables with spiritual points in it. Matthew 13 is one. And if you just went through the book, Matthew chapter 13, you're going to see different parables. You know, five rich stories of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is like, or the kingdom in heaven, both of those are uh, interchangeable words. But the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is like, like these different stories, the parable of the sword, the and Robert has been doing these on Sunday mornings, right for our Sunday service, the parable of the weeds and the wheat. Just last week, Casey did the parable of the growing seed. You know, there's one called the parable of the mustard seed and the yeast, the parable of the hidden treasure and pearl, and the parable of the net. And these are secrets of the kingdom of God. These, this is a dynamic and diverse concept. There are many ways to look at the kingdom. It is not one-way thinking. So if you are a control freak, and I'm a control freak, I love to make sure things are all set, everything, it, you know, it's easy to understand things when they're black and white, right? It's easy to understand it when it's clear, but the kingdom is a diverse and dynamic concept, and there are many ways to look at it. There is not just one way to look at it. You must value diversity of thought in order to understand the kingdom. You have to develop this spiritual imagination to understand the kingdom. And it's, and so imagine the kingdom, God's reign and rule is like looking at a mountain from different angles. Uh, if you only look at it from one angle, you get that perspective. But if you go on the other side of the mountain, you get a completely different perspective. And Jesus taught it this way, the kingdom of God, so that we, we develop our spiritual and theological imagination and we expand that our mindsets to understand what the kingdom of God is like. And that's exciting because it, it doesn't cater to just one way type of thinking. In fact, one way type of thinking will cause division in the church. I mean, how many times do we as a fellowship have to go through different kinds of division because it's one way type of thinking only? And the kingdom is such a diverse concept. If you only look at it one way, you'll probably cause division. The, and so it's interesting how the second characteristic is Jesus taught it in stories and parables. And, and we must sit in that and, and hold, hold that space there and to let God influence to how to understand the kingdom that is such a dynamic and diverse concept. Amen. That's exciting because there's different ways to look at the kingdom of God and so many different things to learn in it. I just want to encourage us for the month of, you know, June, just just, you know, take some time in your quiet time to just look at Matthew 13 and all the different parables about what the kingdom of God is like. There are so many great concepts there and, and it'll expand our spiritual imagination in great ways. Amen. 
In Mark chapter 10, the third characteristic, in verse 29 to 31, it says, Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me in the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with persecutions and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. The third characteristics is this idea of not, that the kingdom of God is now and not yet. Already but not yet type of theology. And the context of the passage we just read in Mark chapter 10 was the, the was about the rich young ruler that came to Jesus and he wanted eternal life. And Jesus, you know, he asked the question, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus told him, he, he said he looked at him and loved him. And I love that passage. You know, I love that scripture right there where Jesus looked at him and loved him. And you know what? He told him, give up your wealth. And give it to the poor and come follow me. And then the Bible says that guy was sad and he walked away sad because he, he couldn't give it, give it up. But if he, if he understood this idea of now not yet paradox, you know, that whatever, you know, if he understood this, man, he, he would have, he would have found out that he had a, the deal of a century right there. Jesus taught that whatever you give up in this present age, he will give you a hundred times as much, not only in this present age, but in the age to come. What a great deal that is, right? And to understand this paradox, it's like owning a home. Do you, do you, if you own a home, you probably have a mortgage, right? And if so, do you really own your home? Well, the answer is yes, but not really, right? Not quite hundred percent yet. And that's what the kingdom of God it's like is like. It's God's reign and rule breaking into this present world and age. But the world doesn't pass away. We still have to live in it and experience God's reign, his blessings, as well as his discipline. You know, when we want, we want God's blessing, amen? And God is, it will bless us tremendously, but he also will discipline us. We're going to experience good times but also a life of obstacles and problem. You know, usually we amen those good times, but we don't normally amen the obstacles and problems. And that struggle that we have, you know, we are going to have struggle in it. We're going to struggle in this world. In the church, you're going to see all kinds of problems, right? You're going to see all kinds of challenges in the church because we're in it. I mean, am I the only one whose life is, it has all these kinds of struggles and challenges and I got sins I got to overcome, insecurities to overcome. I got to work through different relational challenges. I mean, we're going to all experience good times, but also tough times where there's obstacles and, and struggle going on. And God's reign is breaking into the present age, causing disruption through blessing, but also through discipline. And that struggle, gang, is necessary to, for us to grow in our faith, to deepen and to grow to become more like Jesus. Do you, do you want to become more like Jesus? Do you want to have deep faith or do you want to just have shallow faith? Well, you, you can't have it without struggle. 
it's necessary to grow and deepen in our faith and to become more like Jesus. Amen? So with this kind of theology, this now and not yet paradox, right? Whatever you give up, God will bless you not only now, but in the age to come. And God wants to bless our lives, but it does require faith in God. In Luke chapter 12 and verse 32, it says, Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. The fourth characteristic of the kingdom is that it is a gift that's given to you and I. It's a gift that is given to us. Now, how many of us love gifts, right? I love gifts, you know. I love to get a gift. I love to be surprised. Uh, I love gifts. The context of this passage in Luke chapter uh, 12 there is that it's about not worrying about your life. Now think about all that is going on in the world today. How many of us worry about our lives today? You know, because of all the different challenges in the world. How many, how many of us worry about our children's lives, our children's future, the, the future of our church, future of our churches globally? You know, there's, there's all kinds of different challenges in the kingdom and in, in many ways, that is a good thing because we are having to grow right now. We are evolving as a fellowship. And, and that is an important thing. We can't do church today in 2021 the way we did it in 19, in the 70s and 80s and 90s and, and early 2000s. We can't do church that way anymore. We have to grow and the kingdom is a gift that's given to us. And that we don't have to worry about our lives. Why? Because God got our backs. He He knows what our necess daily necessities are and will give it to us. And so we don't have to worry because the kingdom is being given to us. God's reign and God's rule is being given to us as a gift so that we can relax in our lives, enjoy our lives, enjoy our relationship with God, and not get caught up with all the different challenges in the world that 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 kind of sometimes ruin our faith if we don't handle it correctly. It's it's so amazing that the kingdom is really a gift. God's reign, God's rule, the way he orders things in heaven is given to us so that we learn how to live our lives today. So the basic necessities in life, God's gonna God's gonna come through. He got our backs. He wants us to trust him, to love him. And to keep our eyes focused on Jesus so that we understand that, that we're given a special gift. And, and Jesus is saying that God will take care of our lives. So don't worry. Why? Because he's giving the kingdom to us. It's his gift. And so let's give everything up for him. Let's show God that we trust him, that we rely on him to provide for us. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 28 says, Therefore, we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Isn't that awesome? We're receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Our world is being shaken right now. Let us So let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. 
It's the gift that keeps on giving. We are continually receiving God's kingdom. Isn't that awesome? More and more in our lives, if, if, we, if we pay attention and we receive God's kingdom in our lives. In other words, look for God giving us gifts. Look for his favor. Look for his providence in our lives. If you want to be a person that just focuses on the negative in the world, you will find it. There's enough negativity going on in the world. Just look at the news for a minute, right? Just turn on the news. I bet for if you look at it for one minute, no matter what news, you know, what news channel you're looking at or what channel you're looking at that 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 highlights the news man you're going to see just problem after problem after problem negativity after negativity after ne- negativity you know if it bleeds it leads they say in news right like if it if it's negative news it's going to lead because it's going to get people's attention and yet in God's kingdom there are so many good things that God is trying to do in our lives. The Spirit is so ahead of us, gang, that we don't have to worry in God's church. Why? Because the Spirit is leading us into new realities. That The Spirit is giving us gifts. God is giving us gifts in His kingdom. So let's look for it. I mean, if the gates, Jesus said that he would build his church, right? And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. If the gates of Hades isn't going to come, going to overcome the church, I don't think we have to be that worried about God's church. The spirit is completely in charge of God's church. Jesus is at the head of it and, and is the cornerstone. The church is in great, we're, the church is in good hands. We're in good hands. Let's look for the good. Let's not just focus only on the negative. And if, if you're like me, sometimes you live in problem city, right? We All you do is see the problem, problem after problem after problem. Or, or you're working with people and sometimes we just get caught up in all the challenges and forget that people gave their lives to God and, and they're trying to do good and they're trying to live an amazing life for God with sin in our lives and weakness in our lives. Let's look for the good because God is there to give us the gift of the kingdom, his favor, his providence, his reign and his rule into our lives so that we have a special calling and can live uh, in an incredible way. So what's those are the four characteristics of the kingdom. Well, what's the practical? Is this right here. Invest to be your best. Invest in the kingdom. Invest in God's reign and God's rule. Learn about God's reign and his rule in your life. Learn about it. Study about it. Receive it. Invest in it and live it today because it has benefits. Why? Because it'll change your life today. If you want to change your life today, study about God's kingdom, about the kinds of attitudes we're supposed to have in God's kingdom. The way God is constantly trying to do something amazing in our lives. Not only in our lives, but through us in other people's lives. It'll change your life today. It'll change your life tomorrow for the future. It'll change someone else's life for the for today and tomorrow. And it'll ultimately change the world. That's why we invest in the kingdom of God. Why? Because it's going to change your life Today and tomorrow, someone else's life today and tomorrow, and it ultimately changed the world. And our world will get better the more we invest in the kingdom and understanding how to have that mindset and understanding how we live so radically different from the world. 
today. And so what did we learn tonight, right? Our, our lesson is about kingdom characteristics. And we talked about four characteristics. The first one is that requires a repentance mindset, a turning of the mindset. So we naturally look at things this way. We must learn to, and this is a learned thing, is that we must learn to repent in our mindset and look at the way God looks at things. The second characteristic is that Jesus described the kingdom by telling stories and parables. We must learn to develop a spiritual imagination, a theological imagination that is not just one way. We must value diversity of thought and how God and Jesus look at the kingdom. That's why he told it in stories and parables, because there are different ways to look at it. Amen. Let's value diversity of thought. The third characteristic, it's a reign that is now and not yet. That yes, we get to, we get a foretaste of the, of heaven, right? We get to experience a little bit of heaven now by the way God treats us, that we live under his leadership, his grace, his compassion. And that while we live in the world, we get to experience the blessings of God, but we don't get to experience it in its entirety yet until Jesus comes back. Then we get the, the full consummation of the kingdom of God. Amen. It's a reign that is now and not yet. That's also a reason why it can be a little difficult to understand at times. The fourth characteristic is that it's a gift that's given to you and I. We're, we're, we, our job is to learn to receive. That is one of the reasons why we're doing different practices in the church right now, like spiritual formation, right? The class on forming that we just did a 12-week series on. It teaches you and I how to listen and receive from God to be great receivers, to slow our lives down so that we can just listen to God. Amen. It's the gift that keeps on giving. God wants to keep giving to us, you know, blessing. But remember, we're also going to be disciplined in God's kingdom. It's the gift that keeps on giving. What's the practical tonight? It's to invest to be your best. Invest in God's kingdom, his way, his rule, his reign. And by doing so, not only will we change our lives, be involved in helping change other people's lives, but it'll change the world. For your discussion groups tonight, I just want you to think of one question. Is what did you learn about the kingdom of God tonight? What characteristics did you learn about the kingdom? Amen. And then close up with a prayer. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your attention. Have a great day. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com.